Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, take 34, and Merry Christmas to you! Merry Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> this is a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And he's Rob Jelly, and you got it wrong because we're not reviewing the pilot episodes of TV shows today. Well, yes, I know. What are we doing? <laughs> we're doing something totally different. Yeah. But usually. 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 Yeah. We are here reviewing the pilot episodes of shows, uh, past and present, old stuff, new stuff, um, and stuff that has, doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. Uh, which we haven't done, which we should do it maybe in the new year. Yes, we should. We should do some shows that don't exist don't yet. Don't exist yet, yeah. It'd be interesting. Uh, like episode. that show about a talking dog who enters a dance contest. Exactly. I've, I've been in, I'm intrigued to watch that. I'm intrigued <laughs> yeah. to watch that. No one's made it yet. No one's even thought of it until I just thought of it, but yeah. we should do that. We'll do that. What would that be called? A talking dog that enters a dance contest. Uh, um, doggy style? <laughs> oh no, that's a different show. Altogether. I'm sorry, guys. This is Christmas Day. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Well, the chances are that if you are listening to God. this on Christmas Day itself, uh, you're probably trying to find a, a pleasant distraction from the stresses of of Christmas Day. So, uh, welcome along. Um, feel free to uh, to listen in chunks if you wish. Uh, listen, as it's Christmas Day, yeah, um, I have a little something for you. Oh, uh, do you? Oh, I wow. Have, I have a present. This for is you. embarrassing. <laughs> no, I, I deliberately didn't tell you I was okay. getting this. So um, Rob's got me a present. Wow. He ra- and this wasn't wrapped by you. Huh? Was this wrapped by you? Excuse me? Was this wrapped it, by you? No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. This is way too neat to be wrapped by a boy. Uh, but did you notice the paper? It's brilliant. It got me Marvel wrapping paper. I have got you Marvel wrapping really paper. Really nice. I, I feel... There's more to the wrapping, but you, you can have the rest of the roll it's if thought, you want. It's Hulk. Ooh, yeah. Okay, uh, and it's very well wrapped as well, so... Okay, so I'm, I'm going to have to rip it a little bit. Go, go for it, go for it. There's, I've got a whole other roll of it, so you can have the, Thank another, you. a fresh roll. Okay, so I'm going to open up this present, and I haven't got anything for Rob, so... It's fine. I'm really it's sorry. I, I deliberately... I only saw this very recently, okay. and I thought, I could tell you I've got you something. Ah, oh, so Rob, thank you very much. He has got me um, a Where's the Wookie book, which is like Where's Wally, but it's Where's Wookie. Yeah, open it up because there's more to it than just finding Chewbacca, by the way. What's that? It explains to you what you've got to do each page. Oh, you've got to find members of his family as yeah, well. Yeah, you've got to find all the Wookies, so Tartful and, uh, and Chewbacca and all the others. This is amazing. Uh, and there's Obi-Wan in each photo. And then in the top left here, it tells you who you got to find. This is actually really, really cool. There you go. Keep you busy, wouldn't it? Thanks very much. It's my <laughs> Christmas Day sorted. There you go. Thanks very much. Sorted, yeah. I got you that cup of tea. You have. Yeah. It's a very nice cup of tea as well. In a Smegheads cup. Indeed. Um, <laughs> Thanks very much, Rob. No, you're very, very welcome, man. Nice. I saw it and I was like, I have to pick this up. I have to get this for you. It'd be a great little treat. That's really cool. Thanks. Um, so hopefully, uh, as much as that's a treat for, for you, Jed, yeah. hopefully this episode will also be a little bit of a, an audio treat for those who are looking for for a Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, because, as we said, we, us- we usually kind keep of the receipt just in case. Yeah, well, definitely. <laughs> uh, we- refunds will be accepted in the new year. Um, we always go away and watch uh, TV shows pilot episodes. We do. But we thought we'd do something a bit different for Christmas. Um, yeah. If you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, yep. as it were, Take 33, uh, we've reviewed a couple of television Christmas specials mm-hmm. in uh, The Office and Lost. Yeah. Uh, so you can listen to that and uh, see what we think of those two. Uh, yeah, there is a, yeah, I know what you're thinking. There is a Lost Christmas special. There is. It's called The Constant. It's the greatest episode of TV ever. And you'll hear about it in the previous episode. He says that a lot in, last, in the last episode. <laughs> 
episode. So uh, he's not lying. Yeah. Um, but we thought we'd also do something a little bit different with this one yeah. in reviewing some television films, some Christmas television films. Yeah. Well, I think this can still be classed as a, a TV movie. So it's still a, it's still a TV show. Um, it's only 25 minutes. 25 well. minutes, yeah. Nice, uh, because sweet these and are, short. These are quite old, mm-hmm. uh, but they are classics that come round very often yeah um, and I imagine there's a large number of people who have probably seen these if not as adults but certainly as children yeah in the past I mean they both came out in 1966 yep um, and they've been on TV around Christmas and New Year um just forevermore, basically. And they it's both, they've both inspired so many other shows, yeah. not just Christmas-related, but just shows and stories in general, yeah. um, that they are iconic in, in their own in yeah. their right. They really are. And I think if this show was based in America, we'd be a lot more attuned to the kind of effect of some of these, uh, of what we're going to talk about today, because um, it, the kind of repercussions of the popularity of, of, of one show in particular that I'm going to come to first is um, is mind-blowing. It's massive. It's absolutely massive. And maybe not so much in this country, but in America, it's absolutely massive. Um should we get cracking? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Do you want to start, actually? Okay. I, yeah, well, okay. I mean, we, we, we sort of said uh, about doing the Christmas episodes, and I said yeah. about doing The Office, and you went, oh, okay, I've got a curveball for you, and you yeah. went, I've lost. And then, then you said about doing these animated sort of specials, or you suggested your one, yeah. uh, which instantly made me think of, of the one that I wanted to do this week. So, um, okay. Uh, we'll go with yours first. Cool. So, from 1966, this is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. And it's a story I think is known or at least familiar yeah. to everyone I, d- I can't imagine anyone not being able to at least say oh I've heard of the Grinch at the bare minimum mm-hmm. at the bare minimum you've heard of the Grinch yeah someone someone might have called you a Grinch if you've done something because a bit is, moody you know, not only is it a noun you yeah. know it's, it's the name of this character but it's become a verb yeah um, to call someone a Grinch is, is to mean that they mean an adjective even sorry you an adjective I mean. yeah describing word it means they are are um, a bit mean, and especially around the Christmas time. Kind of a grump. Yeah, and it's kind of, kind of used interchangeably with the word Scrooge. Either you're a Scrooge yes. or you're a Grinch, same difference. Yes. Someone who's a bit moody at Christmas. Yeah. Um, Not in the festive spirit. Yes, and, exactly. And, and the chances are, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, you've probably found that person in your near vicinity, which is why you're escaping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so welcome along. Uh, you can pretend you're, you're on the phone. girlfriend. Just, just talk to us on the podcast and pretend like you're on the phone. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, just, just nod, nod now. Say yes. There you go. See, they, they, everyone thinks. And you're on the after phone. three, laugh. One, two, three. Because <laughs> we told a funny joke. Uh, uh, so from 1966, uh, this is a 25-minute animated uh, movie, te- television movie. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you know, you're thinking, Rob, how is a 25-minute thing a movie? Well, this is back in a time when the rules were different and, <laughs> yeah. and our expectations were different and it's Christmas but, but straight away can I just get in and say how amazing mm-hmm. is the animation in this show in this yeah. film for 1966 
I mean, I'm not that amazed by it just because we had in like 1939 we had Star, we had um, Snow White. Yeah, I know, I get that. But you know when you sometimes look at something and you think, this has not aged at Oh, it all. hasn't, yes, timeless. And especially when you look at some stuff, and you know, that there are exceptions, you know, the likes of your Disney's and your DreamWorks and, and such, they do an incredible job of animation nowadays. It's another yeah. league altogether. But, you know, you're talking the, the you know, pre... You know, all this graphic sort of, you know, programming we have nowadays, it's, mm-hmm. it's all hand-drawn. Yeah, And it incredible. looks beautiful. You know, they're remaking it again, another animated version uh, for next year. Are they? Yeah, for Christmas next year. There's going to be with Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, the Grinch. Oh, see, I think he would be great. He would be amazing, yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey playing the Grinch. I think as a yeah. character actor, he's one of the best. The li- for a live-action one, there isn't anyone else could be good him. Though maybe... Or, go on. The guy from um, what's his name again? I don't know. It depends what you're talking Who about. You played Doogie Howser. The what? Jack the, Black. No, not Jack Black. No, the one from um, a series of unfortunate events who replaced oh, Jim Carrey um, in that. Neil Patrick. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris as the Grinch. How Any, good would he be? Uh, yeah, but any one of them three. I think Jack yeah. Black would be a great Grinch. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He would be. Yeah. But Neil Patrick Harris would be amazing because yeah. he played a great Lemony Snicket. And he'd be cheaper. I don't know if he would anymore. He's hosted the Oscars. He's quite a big deal. I mean, deal. He's, he's not as big as Jack Black, though. You didn't really? see Neil Patrick Harris and Jumanji. <laughs> no, but Neil Patrick Harris is hosting the Oscars and, and the likes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. They're on a, they're okay. on a par. Okay. They're on a, different types of par, but I think they're on a, yeah, a yeah, fairly yeah. even level. But either way, this is, this is the original <laughs> Dr. Seuss animated story. Yeah. Um, and many, many things I like about this. There's lots of little details, yeah. lots of subtle things that I like about this. But the long and short of it is the Grinch is this green creature who lives on the top of yeah, this what mountain. Are they? Huh? What are they? are who's, right? These yeah, so the, 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 these, the, these creatures that live in this village at the bottom of a mountain, yeah. they're called who's. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and I can't help but think that that name for them, that's the species of these yeah. beings, um, is... Is rhyming. It's to do with the rhyme. It's yeah. to make it easier to write for. Because there's a, there's a brilliant, subtle, um, rhyming sort of... Uh, a kind of a technique. It's not even really like it's a perfect rhyming story. It's not a perfect poem. But there's lots of gentle rhyme throughout the whole thing. And it gives it a very steady pace to the yeah. whole story and it keeps it chugging along exactly yeah. it's all um, kind of done in rhyme and in, yeah. yeah so the who's are this group of, uh, of beings they live in whoville uh, at the bottom of this mountain they are the happiest go luckiest um you know rootin tootinest uh, group of people they love christmas they're all for the presents the giving the dancing the singing the lights and the, and the, and the whole magic and the grinch he's this green monster who lives at the top of the mountain who hates christmas and hates the who's and all the noise they make yeah hubba balloon and blah 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 I need to jump in right so Go. I'm, so these who's these creatures I mean they're they're obviously they're a little bit like Smurfs they're in a village yep. they're, they're not humans they're beings um, I'm guessing this is set on planet Earth is the Grinch a who and he just a cast out who maybe yeah a cast out who and then I'm starting to think hang on I'm formulating a backstory here. So... <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. So I reckon he... This is, this is where a very simple Christmas story is going to take an incredibly weird twist. Yeah. Stand by. He was a member of the village. Yeah. I reckon, and this is the only reason why, because he starts off with his heart two sizes too small, right? Yeah. He was in the village. He was in love with another, a girl there, a who. Yeah. Yep. 
she, she didn't love him she didn't love him back and he witnessed her going off with like the town jock and he was oh. just like right that's it I'm gonna I'm gonna go off now and do do some I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off to this mountain then you're gonna care about me and she's like see ya so like he's gone off to this mountain being by himself and because it's cold up there maybe he's turned green um and then do you know what it's not it's not a bad theory <laughs> yeah so I can kind of see it that's why he has resentment because she left him at Christmas as well and so he's up in, the, in that thing the, the weird thing is her dog went with him this is my story in the head the girl who he loves dog went with him that's why he kind of resents the dog a little bit what as if, well what if you leave me I'm taking the dog yeah exactly so he's up there with that dog um, who he mistreats like badly but I'm sure he has a little bit of a connection with the dog as well he, he does like his dog because obviously he must feed the dog that's, the dog seems to like him a lot that's interesting to I'm not surprised that you've you know developed a backstory for the Grinch but mm-hmm. um it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. I, kinda, I can't disagree with you. I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like it kind of makes sense. That's why he sense. hates Christmas. That's why he hates Christmas. Um, but either way, so he's, he's, you know, he's got a heart that's two sizes too small. Yeah. He lives in the mountain. He's on his own with a dog. Um, and he's hatching a plan. Bloody nerd. To, to, yes. <laughs> Throw back to Pugwall there. Uh, episode eight of the pilot. Um, he's got hatching a plan yeah. to ruin Christmas for them. You know, he can't understand why they're just so happy all the time and, and yeah. just jolly and Singing enjoying along. life and such so so essentially he, he hatches a plan uh, to, to disguise as Santa mm-hmm. and steal Christmas yeah. and that's the crux of the whole thing and, and and what is proven at the end to him is that Christmas isn't about the tree and the lights and the presents and mm-hmm. the, and the uh, roasted beast yeah um, uh, I said beast on purpose by the way um, <laughs> as part of the thing um, it's actually about you know, just being with the people that yeah. you, know, you care and love about. Well, you, you've missed that the whole middle bit where he's actually well, going yeah, and stealing. I was, I was, yeah, I, well, I kind of assumed that you know we could brush over that for a second. Okay, okay. Um, and so yeah, it's this whole it's this whole sort of um, and the reason I mention this as well now is because this is something I want to bring up when we talk about the other yeah yeah TV the film. similarities obviously there's, there's, there's definitely crossover and you can tell that they were written at the same time <laughs> yeah same year same um, kind of overall. because of the way way they sort of deal with yeah certain. Um, I guess aspects is, is sort of yeah. the way they both view Christmas. Yeah. Um, they're trying to say, uh, both of them, that, that it's not about the physical stuff. It's not the material things. It's the, yeah. it's the, it's the, it's the sentiment the and the it's getting the together. Spirit. Um, so, but it's, it's an incredible um, sequence of events where he steals Christmas. He, uh, The dog essentially gets buried in snow on the top of the mountain after I think he kicks yeah. him or whatever. But he's also, um, also tied high horns to the dog, so the dog's like a reindeer. Yeah, he's made the dog look like a reindeer. Um, he's tied a sleigh to the dog and he's yeah. chucked him off the edge of the mountain and chased him down or followed him down. And then he creeps in at night mm-hmm. little point to mention here doesn't look like night time in the animation now I can't work out if maybe this is set in somewhere like Norway or where there's <laughs> the sun doesn't set yeah 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 um, where it's constantly daylight even at midnight well I've been thing. to Whoville you've been to Whoville oh okay it's at Universal Studios in, in America it's- it's good but so he, he, <laughs> so he hatched this plan to break in and steal everything and we're talking about everything did he have to dress up as Santa no okay I don't think so but it kind of but, semi works for his disguise when yeah he got he's caught. got a little belly going on and yeah. he's a bit furry and a bearded and mm-hmm. uh, alright he's green but you know let's, let's just brush over that fact for now yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he breaks it he goes in down the chimney so he's you know very much trying to replicate the whole Santa thing mm-hmm. 
steals the stockings. He steals the nails that hold the stockings on the fireplace. Yeah, with a magnet. Yep. Uh, he steals the tree uh, yep. with all the baubles and the presents and everything. He steals the food from the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, he literally steals everything. In fact, he he doesn't just steal the gifts and and the, a few bits and pieces and ransack the place. Yeah. He steals every physical thing in the from room. The house. He actually even steals the log off the fire. <laughs> yeah. And like he gets caught at one point by this little girl. What's the girl's name? I can't remember. Like, she's, like, she's like two years old, three yeah. years old, isn't she? A little, little and she's like, Santa, why are you still in the tree? And he's like, uh, because the light isn't working. I'm fixing it and I'll bring I'm it back. Take it back to my workshop, fix the light and yeah. bring it back. So he piles all this crap on the on the back of his sleigh. <laughs> he does it to every house yeah. in the Hoove, in Whoville. Exactly. And then he, he hides at the top of top of a mountain. Um, and then he's like, ah, I can't wait to watch them be all sad now. I've ruined Christmas for them. Christmas isn't coming. And then they, one by one, come out of their houses after realising that everything's gone and it doesn't even phase them. They just hold hands, stand side by side and sing Christmas is coming, Christmas is here and the star appears in between them. And he's like, oh, well, well, my plan didn't it's quite work. Fired. Yeah. And then he was like, hang on, maybe Christmas isn't about the presents. And just then his heart grew, th- grew three sizes bigger. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, but he's still an absolute a-hole for like <laughs> stealing all their stuff. But his heart is bigger and he returns all their presents. Yeah. Um, and then because he, he this this kind of he's come to this realization about the true spirit of christmas they let him in on the christmas meal um but uh, was you thinking when he was giving out all those presents and the dog was giving out all the presents back I was like oh this is an admin nightmare because is, oh, he, gi- oh, yeah. is he giving those presents back to the right people, right people. and I was just like no what, what are you doing Can you I need to like around? yeah you need to like carefully remember yeah. where whose house you took it from start you can't- the last house you finished at so you go for, you know, where the first one is the first one you sold from is the last one you give back to because yeah. it'll be at the bottom of the bag and if I was, I was like I would say to the dog like what are you doing you're just giving them out to anyone you're a dog you, don't, you can't read <laughs> yeah. leave it alone exactly so that's what I was worried about. <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, very well. You get, you get you. Also, I mean, it's just, uh, there's, there's so much quirkiness about this. And, and it's and it's very evident across all of Dr. Seuss' uh, work. I mean, uh, there's no argument that he, he didn't know what he was doing because... Uh-huh. I think I got it down to six. He's written, he's well, sold in excess of 600 million copies of Dr. Seuss stories. Wow. Of all, of all ilk. So not just the Grinch, but yeah, others yeah, yeah. as well. So he clearly knows what he's doing. And they, and they make up words. They've got like made up oh, words. Oh, so much. Things. All the toys that the kids have, like grumbledy bleeps and smangledy yeah, and the bobbledy boops and such. And, and, it's, and it's great. And I, lo- I yeah. love that. I mean, it gives you that very childish element. Yeah. So the whole show, which is obviously, I, you know, the, what it's trying to do, it's trying to tell a story to children about Christmas, and it doesn't matter if there's nothing under the tree. It doesn't matter if there's no tree. Um, <laughs> I mean, kids nowadays would be really. Oh, they peeved. would lose their minds. <laughs> yeah, they they'd would be like. Lose um, their- no, the spirit of Christmas is giving me presents. Where is my PS4? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, I, I, there's little things. There's so many clever little. Um, bits of this so he folds up the Christmas tree in the middle of the village which because uh, actually you see them cut that down right at the start yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's really unique and, and weird and funny at the same time is because they cut this tree down and you can imagine a, a big fir tree for Christmas um, you know it's this sort of thinner pointy at the top and bigger and bushier in the middle and when you yeah. lay it down 
um, you know, it's sort of all, all sort of higgledy piggledy. So they've got a really tall person at the front, at the tip of the tree, a tall person at the back where the stump is, mm-hmm. but in the middle where it's really wide and it's close to the floor, they've got tiny little people, who, <laughs> you know, and, it's, and little details like that yeah, are just so wacky. It's just bizarre. And surreal. I, you, if anyone's unsure as to whether people took drugs in the 60s, <laughs> just watch Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm sure most of this was animated on drugs. Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the, the in, more, most interesting thing about this is, yeah, this is for kids, set Christmas. They've got Boris Karlov being the voice of the Grinch well, and reading the whole thing. I, I thought you might bring him up yeah. because he is um, quite a... I, I won't say famous, but I was. Yeah, I, he is. He, he, he's very much a, a, an, an imperative part of horror. Yeah, from Classic. the 30s and 40s because he played like Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, uh, and so on and so forth. And he's the narrator. Yeah, uh, for the whole program, and he's, he's such got, a distinctive voice, well, hasn't he? That yeah. is exactly what I was going to say. He he's very much got one of those voices, um, like. Arthur Lowe, who does the Mr. Men, Mr. Men um, series yeah, as yeah. well. Um, the, the, so that same sort of gravitas, the depth yeah. in his voice, but he also has a, a beautiful way of reading. He does, but also he has a real like London accent. You can hear it, yeah. even though he's, you can you can hear the intonation because he, he was brought up in South London, uh, like me. And occasionally, every, so, every now and then, a few words come through. Yeah, like, yeah. You can, you just just a little twang, not not yeah. a lot, but there's a little twang every now and then. It, yeah, he kind of grew up like. Uh, um, where I grew up, um, so it's very weird. I, I didn't even realise that until I was like, "Hang on, where does he? Where was he actually born?" He um, played Imhotep in the Mummy in, in the Mummy, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's he's massive. He's an absolute legend, and it's just. I, it's weird that they asked him to do this. Like he, he, he was the, the person that they came to that when they wanted to do a Christmas story. Because there must have been people around then, uh, around the same time, who would have been maybe better suited for this. Because children wouldn't know who Boris Karloff is, really. But maybe on the kind of just the basis of his voice, but his voice being so distinctive um, and perfect for this. Um, and also, of course, like the Grinch himself is meant to be an antagonist. So actually, maybe it's perfect casting. Yeah, I, 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 I part of me thinks that maybe they asked him to play the part of the Grinch yeah, and they were going to get someone else to narrate and he sort of when maybe um, auditioning for it read do you think he needs to audition well no but like I I imagine that when he was asked he probably did read a bit of it out loud and and probably did the bit of the narration and then changed his voice because he does voice yeah. The Grinch's parts in in that he sort of changes his voice very slightly. Yeah. Um, so when you see the Grinch speaking, um, and I wonder if he just did that, and they were like, "You are exactly what we need for this." <laughs> like you're, actually, you should read the whole thing and play all the parts. Well, I've just looked. So, um, so Boris Karloff was born. Um, uh, in, at 36 Forest Hill Road in London and it's a, it's a fish and chip shop now I've just checked on Google Maps <laughs> yeah but it does have the blue plaque above the fish and chip shop yeah. saying that he was born there so that's <laughs> so that's good but yeah I mean what can you say about the Grinch it's incredible it's it's legacy has lived on well the uh, fact that they're making it again next year yeah it, it just goes to show how, how yeah the longevity of this story mm-hmm. uh, and then it, and it sort of transcends generations as well yeah. you know it's still Obviously, they were trying to make a point in the 60s, and we'll come on to Charlie Brown in a minute. Yeah. Um, but they're obviously trying to make a point that at this time, lots of material, um, 
there was there was a, there was obviously a vibe of everyone had to have stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and people were trying to convey that you don't have to have stuff to yeah. be happy. So I didn't really realize Christmas. Yeah, I didn't realize in the sixties this was such a big thing because it feels like it's just happened since well, the eighties. The yeah. excesses of but the eighties. Can I can I then throw back then to a show that we reviewed earlier in the podcast? Yeah, and one that I didn't get. Yeah. Um, Mad Men. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that whole sort of 50s into the 60s commercial world, yep. everything's about making money. Mm-hmm. And maybe if that's true to life, which we know it's sort of based on what really happened. True, yeah. Um, that there was obviously a turning point in, in the 60s as the 50s went to the 60s that mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was all about making as much money as you can yeah. and churning out stuff for yeah. people to have. Yeah. You know, it was all about possessions mm-hmm. and material things. So perhaps yeah. the likes of Dr. Seuss and others were trying to write into children's stories. It's not true. Like, yeah, yeah, Grown-ups yeah. will tell you you have to have stuff. But children but will actually, always want stuff. It's just hardwired. Yeah, but, 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 but I think I don't, don't think children are bothered by what stuff they have. Yeah. As we as grown-ups think that... Uh, well, I don't know. That, that's I don't a, know. It's a discussion that you could go on for days and days and days about and talk to parents. But it's iconic. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful story. And it's beautifully told in this 25-minute animation. <laughs> I loved it. I will watch it again. Oh, yeah. It's one um, of those things you have to watch. And it's always on TV and I hope Christmas. I hope that I can you know when when if any little jelly babies ever come along <laughs> that's um, good you've thought about this too too much sorry mate um, it's an easy jelly win. babies it's, that's perfect it's an easy win yeah. uh, if any girls listen to this yeah. who are maybe of the sort of a broody age uh, they've <laughs> just all gone ah because they generally do whenever I they, the penny drops um but I hope that they will enjoy it as much as I yeah. did and do now. It's, I think it is just generally a, yeah. a fantastic little show. And, and if this shepherd ever gets a flock of his own, I'll, I'll oh. do the same. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful thing. I've got all the feels. <laughs> um, so I, I, yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, I think... I can guess you did as well, but it's quite. But you did make an interesting point in that you you feel like there's a backstory to this. Yeah, and, may, th- and maybe there's the untold story of how the how the Grinch became. Yeah, maybe you should tell that story one next. That's year. true. Like the um, the backstory. Yeah. So that's all right. So the from Grinch. the Grinch, and we'll do the, the scores same, later in the same year. Yeah, uh, there was another animated TV film. Yes, and that was that's a Charlie Brown's Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas. What what can I say about this? Based on the comic strip Peanuts, uh, which was a serialised comic strip in multiple papers. Um, I, I'm not sure when it started, Peanuts, but I know um, around this time, just before this, it was already a worldwide phenomenon before this came out. Um, and this isn't the first Charlie Brown uh, film that came out, um, but this was probably one of the most well-known ones. Um, I think this was the second one that came out, actually. So this was 19... It was made in 1965. I think it was... Most people know it from, like, uh, December 65, but um, maybe it kind of found itself in 66. So I kind of consider it almost at the same time as The Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, but yeah, it follows the adventures of a right Mizog, right well, miserable it's exactly guy. what I wrote right at the start. It was like a very festive feel, straight yeah. away, it's snowing. Yeah. There's snow all over the ground, there's lots of children playing. Yeah. Nice, very festive feeling, good. Mm-hmm. Music's got little sleigh bells on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling very festive. The town's singing away, I'm the whole town. Very festive and Christmas. Yeah. 
and then Charlie Brown appears. <laughs> yeah. And then I just feel miserable. <laughs> he's a right miserable kitty. Yeah. Out of all the Charlie Browns there is, he's the most Charlie Browniest, or whatever the yeah, quote exactly, is. Yeah, exactly what? the quote, isn't it? Um, but yeah, he, he comes along and he's just, I mean, he's meant to be like six, seven, eight years old or whatever, but he's already had it with Christmas. He's like, ah, oh, I'm sick of this. He's, like, like, he's like an old man in yeah. a child's body. He doesn't, he doesn't see, a bit like the Grinch, he doesn't see why Christmas is so, so big for people. He doesn't really understand it. And this whole show is about him meeting other people who are just really into Christmas and him going, I don't understand, I'm not really sure. For instance, he and he's also sick of the commercialism of Christmas at such a young age, he's already done with it. Cynical. So, yeah, so for instance, he goes and he sees his, his sister um, and his sister's like, oh, I've got a big, massive list of stuff I want for Christmas, uh, but if, if I can't get that, then I'll just have the money instead. And he's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? This is crazy. And then like, he goes and sees his dog Snoopy, who, for yeah. me, I, when I was little, I thought this show was called Snoopy. I didn't, like, likewise. I didn't know what Peanuts was. I didn't know Charlie Brown, which is all about Snoopy. Snoopy's there and he has entered his kennel, his his doghouse, into a uh, like a, a like a, a competition for like best Christmas lights or whatever, and it's decorated up. And and it, and he's like, yeah, even even his dog doesn't understand the spirit of Christmas. It's not about materialistic things. And then he he further because he's all miserable like his friends kind of want to help him out so he's like okay Charlie Brown you don't understand the spirit of Christmas why don't you direct this 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 play that we're putting on this Christmas nativity yeah, I think he's she, like, she calls it involvement you, say, yeah. you need involvement exactly I was thinking, that's a really random word <laughs> and also quite a complex word for a small child yeah and then asking the little kid to like direct it as well um, so he goes off and he's, he's like what me direct and he can suddenly he's like okay he's perked up a little bit so he goes to and sees and goes to see kind of rehearsing the play and he's, he wants to kind of get involved but again they're not really they're more into the kind of just dancing around and not the true spirit of Christmas and he's like right I'm gonna Christmas this up a bit I'm gonna go get a Christmas tree yeah yeah but he wants to go get a Christmas tree because so people kind of understand the spirit of Christmas Um, and uh, they go okay we'll get the best tree get an aluminium tree Charlie Brown because aluminium yeah, they want to get aluminum on because they're American. But he he has to go get aluminum. And I think back then, because it was maybe it was quite new, that was the kind of peak Christmas thing you can get. Well, whereas that's now, thing, we want one that has has needles everywhere. We want the one that's real. Um, Lights built in. Yeah. So they so he goes off to the to the Christmas tree pound or whatever you call it. Yeah. And again, he's just like, oh, this, that's a nice tree. That's a nice tree. That's a nice tree. Oh, how about this little scabby one here that's barely got any leaves on it? And he gets that. He's his own worst enemy, Charlie Brown. Yep, he really is. So he gets that and brings it back. And, obviously, and he's like so proud of it. And he's like, and they're like, Charlie Brown, you, like, you can't do anything right. And that's made him miserable. And they're they're yeah. all so cynical for children. They are so unbelievably cynical. It's, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, none of them like speak like kids. They're all speaking kind of like almost like adults. But then you've got like multiple things going on. So you've got this whole story about Charlie Brown being miserable, not try, trying to find out the spirit of Christmas. Then you've got Snoopy being kind of... Um, he's in his own little world, really. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. He's there and like... Um, I think he's on drugs. He, he must be. And um, you've got the them kind of like singing along um, on, on the stage at the, at, the, at the kind of play and he, he gets involved, he starts dancing and all of a sudden they're looking at him like, what are you doing? You're a dog. Get off the piano, Snoopy. He starts doing impressions of animals as well, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the girl goes to him and uh, you're, you're, you're going to have to be all the animals in this play. So can you be a, can you be a cow? And he goes... <laughs> and he goes, can you be a chicken? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like, it's a dog. Snoopy's the best. Snoopy is the best. I'm telling you, people in the 60s were high a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so basically, um, you have this very interesting situation where you have almost like the weight of the world on this little kid I don't know like eight nine year old kid and just why has this kid got so many issues like I don't understand what's his backstory what's the backstory that made him <laughs> so miserable about Christmas like what happened his sister seems to be fine yeah but he's miserable and I was like oh maybe that's like that's like kind of what like we are as we grow up maybe he's an embodiment of when we grow old like our heart kind of dies like we forget about the kind of the magic of the Christmas simple joys of it yeah and he's just finding like uh, misery in, 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 in kind of everything um but then basically they, 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 his friends kind of realise how kind of miserable he's getting and they're like, okay, let's try and jazz up this Christmas tree he's got. And then they make the Christmas tree, they take all the lights off Snoopy's uh, thing and they put it onto the Christmas tree and they make the Christmas tree look beautiful of all the lights and stuff and they start singing and everything's glorious. And he hates it. Yeah, he does. He's like, no, no, take it away. Um, but yeah, and they're just like, just saying, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Like then, you, could, then, you can pick a good tree after all. Yeah, and then Linus comes in and, and just turns it on its head. <laughs> yeah, just sticks his, his blanket around the Christmas tree to give it some kind of stability. Yeah, but then he does that speech, doesn't he, in the spotlight? Yeah. Which is just really random. He's like, oh, hang on, we're running out of time here, lads. Um, <laughs> right, I tell you what, just everyone stop what you're doing. Linus, yeah. do a little speech, 30 seconds, wrap it up, yeah. and we can wrap this episode. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. A little bit of me was like, did they just, just go, oh, we've, we've gone on a bit here? Well, they've kind of, I mean, they all got together together and to put the lights on the Christmas tree and stuff. So that was kind of like the wrap up, like, um, it's about kind of the community and the spirit of community, a bit like the Grinch. They kind of all got together and worked together at Christmas to make something that was at first looking miserable, something beautiful. And I think that's the kind of what this episode was trying to do. Try, turn that frown upside down, yeah. basically. Um, they all start singing and then it ends. And with Charlie Brown finally joining in the Christmas singing because yeah, he's finally he's happy. he's finally sort of got into the spirit of things. So I want to just tackle a few things. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I... We, we've said like I I say this quite often because it's nice to refer back to other stuff we've talked about and and finding these familiar um, sort of traits within different shows that we've watched. Yep. This deals with some really intense social subjects. Depression, child Sh- depression. Yeah. Whoa. Well, before we even get down that one, right? Did you mem- did you notice the psychiatrist uh, table? Yeah. yeah Five yeah. cents to see a psychiatrist. It just turns out to be the little girl. I thought that was great. I thought that was absolutely great. So he's like, oh yeah, maybe I should see a, a psychiatrist. He sits down. Like, he's like <laughs> a seven-year-old boy. He's going to see a shrink, yeah. and she only interested in the five cents in the tin. She yeah. sings a song. It's like, ah, oh, the sound of money, clinkety clank. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on in this episode? I'm trying to work out if this is actually a, a child's Christmas film mm-hmm. or some sort of... I it's don't like a know, satire on Christmas. Of, yeah, some sort of weird, you know, documentary. Is it what is it trying to cap- encapsulate 1960s life? Well, I feel like it's like... Have you ever seen that Bill Murray film, Scrooged? Where he's a very materialistic no, guy. It, but I haven't seen it. And he learns that it's not all about material. It's just a bit like that where... 
I think it was at a time when, when kids maybe did or were a bit too materialistic. I don't well, think that ever changed. Disenfranchised and yeah, there's all these massive words for essentially a children's Christmas TV film. But well, I think it's great because it deals with things that normal cartoons don't deal with. It doesn't well, just deal with like doing your ABCs. It I, deals I, with I kind of went, important issues. Yeah, I mean, I kind of went through for about. I don't know, probably half of it, and just sort of noted down these sort of subjects it, it, it kind of touched on. Yeah. And uh, depression, which you said is one of them, definitely de- de- depression is a massive part in this. Yeah. You know, it's I don't think I've ever seen a kid more depressed than Charlie Brown. No, <laughs> and, and obviously they, they treat him as being sad or a bit, you know, Charlie Brown. Well, if um, he wants to go see a psychiatrist, is, wow. is, uh, loneliness as well, because oh, he feels yeah, like he's the style. only one in the world. Yeah. Uh, and that's unfortunately a very key thing in society nowadays, especially at Christmas. Yeah. Um, Religion. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. The whole sort of side of things, which, you know, we could go into, but we won't. Just <laughs> yeah, we just time. Um, community, that kind of come in together and, and yep. sort of that, you know, you need involvement. You need to be involved in stuff as a group yep. and things like that, which is nice. Uh, the commercialization of Christmas, which we've already mentioned mm-hmm. and we mentioned in The Grinch as well. Body image. Yeah. Um, because, um, and I can't remember what the particular moment was, but they said, oh, you can't do that because you don't look like so-and-so, or you, or you can't do that because of what, you know, because you've got something or whatever it well, was. Well, I mean, I've never it's been like weird. a big, like, I have a lot of kind of issues with some of these characters. Like, what's the deal with Pigpen, the guy that, the kid that's just stinky? That's it. It was, yeah, it must have been him. Yeah. Called Dusty and Stinky and things like that. You can't play him because you, yeah, yeah, you have to play the innkeeper or whatever it was he was playing. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, Which is something's bit, going on. What's going on? What's his backstory? What's going on at home where he turns up to school every single day, stinking, in rags, just flies buzzing around him. It's like, what's going on There's there? Something going on there. For the sure. teachers need to do something. There doesn't seem to be a lot of adult kind of supervision going on. Yeah. Uh, tradition as well. Yeah. Which, you know, is sort of talking about, you know, the tradition of Christmas being lost and so on and so forth. And also fame. This whole thing of like fame and, and being yeah. a star. Yeah. Um, well, that's a big thing with, with Snoopy, the dog. He's dog yeah. wants to be a star. Yeah. Um, so it really touches on a lot of. I guess mental issues, you know, yeah. m- you know, mental health issues. Yeah, it's. I think it's great that they tackled it so deep. Yeah, when you actually watch <laughs> it and think about it, you can yeah. watch it and enjoy it as a. Here's a grumpy child. They cheer him up. It's Christmas. Yay. Yeah, but do, and it's nice. Like, but if you start to really look at it, it like yeah. we do. Question: If you did have jelly babies, you about that? sorry. <laughs> if you did have jelly babies, yes. Um, would you let them? Watch this. Yeah, fine. They wouldn't understand. I think we only we only understand I'm this about now. when they're eighteen. No, I'm joking. <laughs> only, I think we only understand right. this now because we are grown ups. Yeah, because I don't ever remember watching this before. Yeah, and I know I have, mm-hmm. and thinking anything like this. It's only because we're watching it. And like, well, obviously, watch it with a pen and paper so yeah. I can scribble some thoughts down. Mm-hmm. But I can't even imagine. Like, I. I mean, I don't really get. I never get sad, really. And I, d- I doubt you get too sad either. You're like Mr. Happy. And like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always like switched on. I'm always like, I've never really been down. So when I was a kid, I was even happier, I think, because like you, the weight of the world isn't on your shoulders. Uh, all, you, all you have to worry about is like playing with toys and playing with your friends. So I can't even imagine a scenario where someone would be that depressed. It's, it's suicidal. That's, what, that's yeah. what I got from this. He was actually suicidal. He's like, oh, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of all this stuff. Oh my God, he's going to jump off Snoopy's flipping doghouse in a minute. He's into the electrics. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It, it's a strange one. Um, it's a strange I, I think, one. I think there's, an, I think there's enough 
I think is is a beautifully animated show. Um, it's got its it's got its nineteen sixties uh, you know vibe to it and feel to it, of course. But yeah. it is also very very really nicely done. Yeah, and um, because of that, I think it is very light. If you're not really paying attention to it, yeah, which quite often Christmas films like this aren't. Mm-hmm getting 100% of your attention they're on the telly but you're not really watching it you're sort of half watching it half having a conversation half playing a game yep. which is essentially what any Christmas movie is about I think any Christmas film or any Christmas show that's that requires your undivided attention is asking too much of you because it's a time of sharing and therefore you're sort of surrounded by lots of people majority yep. of the time so I don't think you really pick up. I, I think it's probably why most people would never have picked up on half of this. Yeah, um, just just a couple of things I want to touch on. Yeah, on. Um, the aluminium, aluminium Christmas tree or aluminium Christmas tree. Yeah. So this is what my researchers kind of found about it. So mm-hmm. the popularity of the special practically of this special practically eliminated the popularity of the aluminium Christmas tree because they in it which shows that um, the kind of uh, so this episode has essentially killed off the it killed off the tree yeah it did so the uh, aluminium Christmas trees was a fad between 1958 to 1965 when this aired um, because this um, showed it in a negative light by 1967 just two years after the special first aired they were no longer being regularly manufactured wow um, yeah it just holy cow yeah it just ki- killed them off uh, because no one wanted it because everyone just considered it so okay you probably might not have the answer here but they're just asking out loud thinking out loud then yeah is this then responsible for the amount of real trees we now well you have since consumed I think in, in America at least well because th- obviously we, I mean I don't know about you we've got a fake one at home yeah um, you know because it's, you fold it away it's better yeah yeah bash bash bosh um and, and real ones make such a mess, honestly. Yeah, but you know... It's not good for the environment, and it makes an absolute mess of my living room. Yeah, I think the idea of a Christmas, uh, a real Christmas tree being better than, than a fake one, um, I think maybe that's been, been kind of helped by, by this episode of, of Charlie Brown's that Christmas. That is incredible. I cannot believe yeah. that is single-handedly... And let's be honest, what else is there is going on that would have changed the way we looked at... Yeah, and, and just forget, I mean, there wasn't that much on TV back no, then. No, so wasn't. this would have been much been watched by a lot of people and 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 uh, peanuts was massive like in the mid 60s yeah, so yeah. having an animated version of it with with your hero saying aluminium trees are rubbish it's gonna do that um but yeah so th- i really enjoyed it i i thoroughly enjoyed watching this i, I so enjoyed it too should we yeah. do some scores let's do some scores okay can we do the grinch first yeah, yeah. let's do it um, as I scored yours first yeah. uh, in, in yesterday's episode, as it were, <laughs> yeah. um, do you want to score for okay. the Grinch? What do you think? Um, I mean, I really like it. I, I mean, it's, it's a great message. Um, Animation is great. Um, the character of the Grinch is timeless. Um, I, I want to know a little bit more about the guy. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight. Which I think is a decent score. Yeah, it's exactly what I was going to score it. Oh, because nice. I, I, I really enjoyed it. There's lots of... Um, there's lots of linguistic uh, love for this I have uh, I, like, I like the character I like just the use of the made up words I love a made yeah. up word and the amount of them there are on this is brilliant yeah. um, and it's a great a great message it, it gets across that message really really well it does yeah, and yeah. it's 25 minutes you cannot you knock cannot anything where yeah. you can enjoy 
for 25 minutes sit there and smile get yeah. a whole message across and uh, in the bag in half an hour yeah you know? it'll, be, it'll be on TV multiple times on different channels over Christmas anyway so you won't you can't get get away from it the same as Charlie Brown so then we gave we gave 16 to the Grinch yep. what are you give in to Charlie Brown you go first well I, I, I kind of originally wrote down a six but I'm going to bump it up okay um, on that aluminum tree fact alone <laughs> um it's going to get a 7.5. Okay. Me. Okay. I liked it, but not That's quite good. as much as The Grinch. It okay. was... It was like you, I am a very positive person. And I'm sure that's come <laughs> yeah. across in the last 30-odd takes of the, uh, of the pilot. Um, so negativity is never a really good thing for me. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Because it was interesting to watch. But yeah, I, I too much of that would, would grind my gears a bit too much. So. Yeah. 7.5. Well, I'm I'm going to give it an 8.5. So that okay. brings up wow. 16 each. Okay. The reason I'm giving it 8.5 is like some of the things we didn't speak about is just some of the, like just the, the, the joy in something. Like just the kids dancing around and that, the animation of the kids dancing along to yeah. music. Agreed. It's just great. It's just so Christmassy and... Um, I mean, they could have toned down the religious stuff a little bit from that Linus' speech. Yeah. Maybe tone that down a little bit. But just, just having a, a miserable Charlie Brown going around, um, does it rediscovering the spirit of Christmas is It's kind is, of realistic, great. though, as well, because yeah. we all know a Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah, we, we do. We all know a Charlie Brown. Yeah. And you, you're sitting there laughing, listening to this podcast now. That's only because you've just pictured your Charlie Brown. Yeah, or you, yeah, or you're the Charlie Brown, or someone you know <laughs> close to you is a Charlie Brown. I'm sure they're not Charlie Brown <laughs> listening to this. Um, cool, but that, yeah, that gives them both 16. Yeah, I think that, I think that's fair. Put some both those on. That I think is very fair, and I think it'd be good as well. Like we said uh, with the last take about doing some more Christmas specials next year. Yeah, we'll look yeah, at we some will. more animated like films or yeah, some, so other, many. some other Christmas films. Maybe we should do a Christmas film one next year somewhere. But well. Oh. Ooh, I'm not sure about films, but we can think about it. Yeah, yeah. About it. Um, please go away and watch them. Uh, they're easy to find online, um, yep. YouTube-y kind of things, and that's just have a little Daily Motion, Vimeo, yeah, exactly. But they'll probably be on the Teddy Box. So you know, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day or Boxing Day, a chance um, you blip around long enough, you'll probably find it on a channel somewhere. Yeah. Um, so 25 minutes of your time is worth worth every minute of it, yeah. in my opinion. Either of them. That's true. And if you want to wish us a Merry Christmas, how would they do that? Uh, they can do it on Twitter. That is definitely the best way of doing so yep. um, I am on Twitter at the Jellyman that's at uh, that's a, uh, what is it it's uh, T-H-E-E Jellyman it's, it's a Christmas thing I've got all discombobulated <laughs> so uh, I'll do it again it's, uh, okay. it's T-H-E-E Jellyman uh, and uh, Jed Shepard is on Twitter as well and you are you can find me at Jed Shepard J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D uh, so please, by all means, uh, tweet us with uh, thoughts uh, on what you've heard in this episode. And if you've got suggestions yep. for... We want your suggestions. Uh, ...to watch yeah. in 2018, because we are now going to be back on the 3rd of January. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, which is the usual date for the podcast to be yeah. out. And, um, and it's not only Santa who's making a list and checking it twice. We are making our own list of shows to do in 2018. Yeah, we are. So, so please, please tell us what you want us to review. Uh, rate and review it on iTunes if you've subscribed. Yep. That'd be very kind of you. Five stars and a poo emoji thank you to asking. those that have done that because yeah. it looks amazing on iTunes <laughs> just saying that now um, and uh, yes uh, Merry Christmas have a great new year and we will see you in 2018 for more pilot action yep and that just leaves me to say see you later alligator in a while crocodile Jolly man <laughs> P-H-E-R-D just doesn't work as well does no it, it? doesn't no just your fur that's just weird <laughs> weird dog <laughs>